Hi, I'm Elena. Hi, I'm Gaia. Hi, I'm Lena. And hi, I'm Lauren, and we are going to be discussing the ways that the Indian Removal Act violates Native Americans' inalienable rights. Andrew Jackson's model citizen is one that follows Christian beliefs, and he states several times that the Indians are just wandering savages. So... In what ways can we see that this is ironic? Um, we could find that this is ironic because the Christian morals basically mean to treat others on how you would treat yourself, but they're treating the natives very poorly, like stripping away from their land rights, ownerships, and it's just it just contradicts the statement and it's ironic. I agree because um. He then, when he calls them wandering savages, he's also dehumanizing them. And from that same quote, he's comparing them to a quote-unquote civilized Christian, which means that he is um, dehumanizing them further and saying that they are less than because they aren't Christian. Yeah, it's like he's purposefully separating them, saying that, this is a wandering savage, and then this is the ideal civilized Christian. And it's funny that because there's this quote in Christianity, like, love your neighbor like you love yourself. And these Indians were technically their neighbors on land, and they did not, they did anything but love them. And it's even worse because Andrew Jackson states, like, it's an opportunity. How many thousands of our own people would gladly embrace this opportunity? It's just really cruel to say that. Yeah, I agree with you when he is like, how many people would agree to this deal? But they're basically kicking them off of their own land and quote-unquote, purchase the lands they occupy. Like, why would you buy the land that you already have, you know? Yeah. You already own it. Why would you buy it again? So that really just does not make sense at all. Yeah, and he even says, make room for the whites. So that is not respecting the Indians at all. He also um, said in the quote, the government and through the influence of good counsels to cast off their savage habits and becoming an interesting, civilized, and Christian communities. He's basically calling the indigenous people uncivilized because they're not Christian and quote unquote, they have savage habits, which kind of doesn't make sense when the declaration Declaration of Independence says life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Because if that makes them happy, you know, they're not harming anyone. It's all good. It's all fine. It further dehumanizes them because in regards to their inalienable rights, they don't even see them as a human. They're basically treating them as if they're an animal. So a totally different species. And I feel like, um, well, I know. Multiple times in this um, passage, he's or in a speech, he's said that um, he's used civilized to describe himself or the people that you know he's leading, and savage to describe the um, 
Indians, which means that he thinks of himself and who he is is higher than, and that's not Christian at all because the only person or the only thing or being that is higher than would be God and everything else is equal. So him putting himself higher than is really not a Christian belief at all. Actually, it's really ironic because it is the Native American people that are following Christian beliefs because they, as far as I remember from my history class, they're the one that openly accepted the white people, the white explorers. So they're actually the ones exhibiting it more. I would say they're like a bit colonizing the Native Americans as well and acting like white saviors because like they're basically barging in their homeland and like forcing them to move out of their land. And they might even force them to convert to Christianity as well. Yeah. And... Aside from this topic, he even says, what good man would prefer a country covered with forests and ranged by a few thousand savages? Saying that if you are okay with it, then you're not a good man. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also want to add on that, like, the later on, the quote says, to our extensive republic studded with cities, towns, and prosperous prosperous." Farms embellished with all improvements that blah 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 blah, which basically means you know, why would you want to live in a forest when you could have a town that cuts down all the trees, basically like that? Which, which somehow that means civilized when really civilized means of how you are acting and not the way you live. I yeah. agree. So relating to the dehumanization of um, the natives, he says um, to save himself from annihilation in terms of if they don't um, give us their land, it's do or die. So they either give it to us or they die trying. Just basically relating to like the superiority complex of these people saying that they think that they're so much better that no matter what, they'll take this land and... Um, they're going to do it forcefully. I would say they're taking away their happiness as well, because um, I assume you wouldn't be happy when someone's forcing you out of your land and, like, killing your family members, so that's pretty ironic. Yeah. Because... And in the article, like, we can see examples of people who still have these unhealed wounds in them so it clearly did not make them happy yeah i also find it ironic how like the declaration of independence was used for was used to say oh yeah all americans are free from the british which i mean when the like the americans were free the natives americans lost their right in the same same way because even though they said all men are free, um, it just means the white people are free. Yeah, I'm going on to the, going back to the Christian morals. I saw this thing where it's the debating or saying that your religion 
is superior does not make a good Christian, but it is based on your actions and the condition of your heart that makes you a good Christian. I agree with you, and I feel like a lot of the time, like, even in the modern day, um, Christianity is brought into, like, thinking that you're better because you're, quote-unquote, saved by the Lord or whatever, or, like, you know, whatever. And, um... It relates here because he's basically saying that because these people don't know of what they, of what um, uh, Andrew Jackson, his people believe in, um, basically saying that they're less than, and you can see that a lot in like nowadays and stuff like that, because people like post about it or like be up in your face about it or act as though they're better than you because they are, and I feel like nothing has changed. I mean, maybe it's a little less violent and a little less, like, terrible, but still nothing has changed from all the way back then. Yeah, I agree with you that nothing has really changed from back then. It's just in, like, different forms or versions. Uh, I also want to say that, like, um, in, like, the first paragraph of the speech, it was, like, two most, two important tribes have accepted the provision, which, um... I don't think they would force, I don't think they would accept them moving out of their lands. It was more or less forced to, which life and liberty, I would assume liberty means freedom. When you're forcing someone to move out of their land, that's not really freedom, is it? No. And also going on to the ironic theme from our question in the beginning. Just because you say a prayer that you're going to, you know, be a Christian and be saved, that is not the, that does not guarantee that you will be saved. Just because you say it, it has to have a change from within. Yeah, I agree with you about, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I will go to heaven, but, like, their actions don't really show that their actions uh, say otherwise or they act otherwise. Um, there's also like the importance of separating religion from the state, which um, Andrew Jackson is not doing that. And it's really important to separate religion from the state because not everyone believes in that religion. Like the natives don't believe in Christianity. But forcing it on others is not, it's not acceptable at all, especially in law. Yeah. Because there's, it takes away their freedom and their freedom to practice any religion. It's also ironic because if I remember correctly, when the Americans got freed from the British, they also talked about freedom to, you know, have your own religious practices and stuff. So now they're just, well, I don't even think that they see the Native Americans as, you know, like them. So it's kind of like the African Americans, how they only counted as like three fourths of a vote or something, a fraction.
so they weren't even a full human. Yeah, I agree. Also, um, Native Americans, they, they weren't given, like, citizenship until, like, the 1900s, like, around that. So, it's, I find it pretty interesting how, like, they weren't considered Americans when they've been living in that land longer than the Europeans have came to America. Yeah. And so, they don't give them, like, the power to vote. As this line says, free from from the power of the state, which basically takes the right away to vote in the state. Yeah. So, I guess it's not Declaration of Independence that's the problem. It's just that they just don't think that the Native Americans apply to it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Because I think it just didn't apply to them, which shows that they didn't think that they were human, that they were less than as a human. Yeah, which further goes into dehumanizing them. Yeah, when you dehumanize someone, then they are clearly not getting their respect in and unalienable rights. Yeah. I agree with you because uh, I looked up what liberty meant, and it means the condition in which an individual has the ability to act following or his or her own will and alternatively achieve their potential. Um, the government isn't letting the natives do that. They, they're not giving them the ability to think for themselves, to live where they want to, to be themselves. Yeah, and in regards to life, President Andrew Jackson said, yeah, we're giving them opportunity, but it's kind of like he says something, but it really has another true intent, because then why would you make them cross the river if you probably know that they can't swim? Yeah, it, I agree with you, and it just really just takes away their life, and it it gives them uh, a life that they, it gives them, like, a life that they're forced to live in. Yeah. And he's taking away, like, sort of their, um, like, humanization when he says that um, it's going to enable those states to advance rapidly in power, wealth, and population, like, when saying that when he gets these natives out, it's going to allow um, these states to grow and mostly in power, like that really like at least affects me most because like that's saying that because these natives are here, they're less powerful, like literally making them less than these people. Yeah, I agree with you. And like, they also call him Red Man call like the indigenous people red man which like they're they're just a man you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also with the word savages uh i looked at the bottom of the text and it was like savage was used in the declaration of independence as well to in reference to the indigenous people wow which that is that is that is pretty offensive i'd say and Mm-hmm. It, it's they shouldn't use that word when it's the declaration of independence when calling them like savages it just doesn't work with each other 
Wow, I had no idea that they put it in the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it says like in the bottom of the text. There's oh. like a little like word bank, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, see it now. <laughs> yeah, I was when I read that, I was really surprised. I was just yeah. like, "Whoa!" Like, why would they use that? Yeah. It just doesn't. The context doesn't match. Yeah. So overall, I think that we can all agree that. Andrew Jackson uses words like opportunity, they're hailed with gratitude and joy, but in reality, this is a deal like a wolf in a sheepskin. Thank you for listening to our discussion on the ways that the Indian Removal Act violates Native Americans' unalienable rights. Bye! Bye.